There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It is rare for actors to openly admit that they hated working on certain movies from their past, especially if their stars are on the rise. However, those who have become established in Hollywood tend to open up about their experiences, making it clear that there are roles they took on which they actually hated. Sometimes an actor will sign up to a project just for the money, or because they know it will be good for their career, even if it doesn't exactly line up with their artistic vision. But to return to a role they hated, well, that can't be easy. It has happened though, often due to contractual obligations or simply because they wanted to make up for past mistakes, only to realize that might not be possible. Some have addressed that head-on in interviews, while others are just known to have hated their time reprising these roles. But it's definitely surprising to learn how many times this has happened. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 10 movie actors who return to roles they hated. Number 10. Robert Pattinson, Twilight The DC Extended Universe's new Batman has come a long way since landing his big break with the Twilight franchise. As Edward Cullen, the actor didn't exactly receive much critical acclaim for his work as the sparkly brooding vampire, but the way his career has rebounded is undeniably impressive. In the years which have followed, Pattinson has made it clear he didn't exactly enjoy his time working on the franchise, and that had he not been contracted to star in the entire Twilight saga, he probably wouldn't have. He also has an extremely low opinion of Edward, saying in one interview he's the most ridiculous person. The more I read the script, the more I hated this guy. Plus, he's a 108-year-old virgin, so he's obviously got some issues there. Those comments may have been tongue-in-cheek, but there are entire Tumblr pages devoted to his hatred of the franchise that made him a household name. Number 9. James Franco, Spider-Man James Franco is one heck of a talent, and he more than made his mark as Harry Osborn in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. His best work undoubtedly came in the sequel, but by the time the disappointing third installment was released, it felt like he was playing more of a parody of the character. In the years which have followed, Franco has made it abundantly clear he didn't have a good time playing Harry after that first movie, saying, I worked really hard on them, but they weren't movies that I cared about, and after they came out, I just felt so awful. He's later admitted that that being part of the Spider-Man franchise made him realize that, as an actor, only do projects that you care about, that you believe in, and that idea really just came out of having a bad experience on those movies. It was definitely surprising to hear this, because Franco re-teamed with Raimi on Oz the Great and Powerful, but he clearly didn't enjoy playing what proved to be an underwritten, mostly underwhelming character. Number 8. Channing Tatum, G.I. Joe Retaliation 
Thanks to the 21 Jump Street movies, Channing Tatum was able to reinvent himself as a talented comedic actor, and has since also impressed in the likes of Foxcatcher, The Hateful Eight, and Logan Lucky. However, there was a time he was considered one of the most unimpressive talents working in Hollywood by many, many film fans. A big part of that can be credited to his role as Duke in G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra. The movie was, well, laughably bad, as was Tatum's performance, and he acknowledged that in a chat with Howard Stern. I'll be honest, I effing hate that movie. I was pushed into doing it. The script wasn't any good, and I didn't want to do something that I was a fan of since I was a kid and watched every morning growing up, and didn't want to do something that was number one bad, and number two, I just didn't know if I wanted to be G.I. Joe. Despite that, he would return as Duke in the sequel G.I. Joe Retaliation. However, he was only there for a matter of minutes before being killed off. Likely because he was contracted for a sequel, but refused to take on a leading role of any sort. Number 7. Ben Affleck, The Flash slash Justice League After having a rough time playing Daredevil, everyone was shocked when Ben Affleck decided to sign up to play the Dark Knight in 2016's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Unfortunately, that movie was panned by critics as well, and Justice League didn't fare any better. Pushed to his breaking point, Affleck finally called it a day by walking away from both the role of Bruce Wayne and the Batman, a project he was initially writing, directing, and set to star in. The pressures and backlash which came with play this DC Comics legend also coincided with the actor's public issues with alcohol, and it's clear Batman is a role he fell out of love with and wanted nothing more to do with. But, shockingly, he's now agreed to come back. First, he'll don the cape and cowl again for Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut reshoots, and then for an extended cameo in The Flash. The latter will presumably serve as a farewell, but it's kind of mind-blowing that he was even willing to consider a return. Good to have you back, Batfleck, even if only for a little while. Number 6. Jennifer Garner, Electra. Speaking of Ben Affleck, the actor's ex-wife Jennifer Garner is also no stranger to superhero roles. She starred alongside him in Daredevil as Elektra, and despite being killed off at the end of that movie, the actress returned two years later for a solo outing. Believe it or not, Affleck, who has openly slated Daredevil and said how much he hated playing the man without fear, returned as Matt Murdock for a deleted scene, so that's another role he's returned to which he hated. Garner, meanwhile, was in the same boat, but forced to star in this entire terrible movie rather than being fortunate enough to be left on the cutting room floor. She's described the 2005 release as awful, while her now ex-boyfriend Michael Varton once revealed that Jennifer called me and told me it was awful. She had to do it because of Daredevil. It was in her contract. Because Fox had locked Garner into a sequel or spin-off, she had no other option than to return as Elektra, and that clearly wasn't a direction the actress would have happily chosen for her career if she had the choice. Number 5. Shia LaBeouf Transformers Shia LaBeouf is now a serious actor, and known for committing to his roles in some weird and unexpected ways. LaBeouf was put on the map, though, thanks to his starring role alongside the Autobots and Decepticons in Transformers. But he's not been overly complimentary about the franchise since. By the time the sequel rolled out, he had already phoned out, admitting in one interview that, I wasn't impressed with what we did. There were some really wild stunts in it, but the heart was gone. It's just a bunch of fighting robots. 
Well, yes. He even admitted to falling asleep during the screening, but likely for contractual or financial reasons, reprised the role again in Transformers Dark of the Moon. He was done with the series after that, of course, and it can't have been easy playing Sam Witwicky for a third time after hating the first two experiences. The money likely helped, though. Number 4. Idris Elba, Thor Ragnarok a few Marvel movies have been mentioned here, but none of them were set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, it turns out not even that shared world is immune to actors being left unhappy with the characters they've played. Only one continuously kept coming back, though, with none of his subsequent appearances massively improving on the last. Idris Elba's Heimdall was something of a non-factor in Thor, and a disappointment at best in Thor The Dark World. Looking back at reshoots for that sequel, the actor would recall thinking, This is torture, man. I don't want to do this. My agent said, you have to, it's part of the deal. Then there I was in this stupid harness with this wig and this sword and these contact lenses. It ripped my heart out. Despite all that, he would come back for Taika Waititi's Thor Ragnarok. To be given, well, it was a slightly better role, but certainly not one that did his talents justice. Later, Elba would be killed off in the first few minutes of Avengers Infinity War with little fanfare. And you have to believe he's probably glad to now be part of the DCEU thanks to the suicide squad. Here's hoping he has better luck this time round. Number 3. Harrison Ford, Star Wars The Force Awakens Beloved by Star Wars fans across the world for playing the smuggler and pilot of the Millennium Falcon, Harrison Ford has made it clear on countless occasions that Han Solo just doesn't mean that much to him, which is really sad. Ford felt that the right ending for Han was for him to die in Return of the Jedi. George Lucas, though, didn't agree. And it's widely believed that part of the actor's thinking was that it would make it easier for him to move on from the role if he were dead. That's the main reason he came back for The Force Awakens. And while it was surprising, he was even willing to come back to a role he appeared to have grown increasingly resentful of, Ford has since explained that I figured that his utility had been exhausted, bled out, and was, well, I was willing to die for the cause. Bring some gravitas. Despite that, he would return once again, this time for a cameo in The Rise of Skywalker, finally bringing an end to his time as Han once and for all. Number 2. Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool Ryan Reynolds never actually hated Deadpool. In fact, he loved him enough that he was supposedly responsible for leaking the test footage that helped the 2016 blockbuster hit become a reality. He did, however, hate the version of Wade Wilson he played in X-Men Origins Wolverine, and he's not the only one. As you'll no doubt recall, he was introduced as the wise-cracking mercenary in a series of cheesy action scenes, only to end up becoming Weapon 11 in the critically panned movie's final act. It was a very frustrating experience Reynolds would later recall. I was already attached to the Deadpool movie. We hadn't at that point written a script yet. Wolverine came along and it was sort of like, play Deadpool in this movie or we'll get someone else too. And I just said, I'll do it, but it's the wrong version. Deadpool isn't correct in it. Thankfully, he gave Fox, the studio that screwed Deadpool up in the first place, another chance later down the line. And two tremendous movies starring the Merc with the Mouth followed. Number 1. Daniel Craig, No Time to Die when the James Bond franchise was rebooted, it was Daniel Craig who was chosen to take on the role of 007 in Casino Royale. Two years later, he returned for the disappointing Quantum of Solace, only to follow that with the record-breaking, simply superb Skyfall. Unfortunately, things went wrong again with 2015 Spectre, so his run as Bond has definitely been a bit hit and miss. Clearly tired of playing Bond and the attention that comes with that, a 2015 interview saw Craig asked about potentially 
reprising the role of the iconic spy one more time. Famously, he responded with, Now? I'd rather break this glass and slash my wrists. Nope, not at the moment. Not at all. That's fine. I'm over it at the moment. We're done. All I want to do is move on. In the end, something definitely changed. Money talks, right? As Craig is back for one final appearance as James Bond in the upcoming No Time to Die. He may be fed up of the part, but the actor seems determined to go out with a bang. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.